0: To business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: Now I'm delighted to be joined by my next guest, For he's a Fianna Fáil TD for Longford Westmeath, Robert Troy, he's also the Minister of State responsible for trade promotion, digital and company regulation at the Department of Enterprise, Trade and Employment and I know you have old Robert and it's great to talk to you again.
0: Yeah, t- <coughs> Excuse me. thanks for having me on today Bobby and you're very welcome to Athlone and, and Westmeath, yeah. uh, it's great to have the show here today.
1: Uh, Robert, if I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I have to ask you about the AIB uh, scenario. Um, again, a big U-turn by the banks. Uh, but again, so worryingly in today's independent... Um, some stories coming through there that this was known by the government uh, four days, up to four days in advance. Uh, Sean Fleming uh, yesterday said that wasn't the case. So I don't know, if, are you, have you any information about what the government knew or didn't know around this debacle, let's call it?
0: Uh, well, all I can say is I certainly didn't know about it. Um, the first I heard about it was when it was reported on, on the news. And I take Sean Fleming at his word that he didn't know about it either. Uh, but it does raise concerns that uh, senior officials knew about it and didn't think it was their place to inform uh, their management, which is their ministers. Uh, And that gives rise to, I suppose, a concern of how senior public service maybe carries out their duty if they don't feel that it is important to relay key information such as uh, AIB, who we are the major shareholder in, uh, taking a decision to close uh, or to to go cashless in, in, in 70 branches. Now, I suppose I took a different view of, of, of the decision um, and you'll know yourself, you you, you, you from chaired... From the post office y- days. From the post office days and um, while it was handled appallingly bad um, and it showed no regard for their customers in terms of the lack of engagement or consultation or whatever, uh, but I actually felt that it was a, a, going to be a lifeline um, to the post office network, which is uh, obviously uh, fine and very difficult to survive uh, by moving uh, and a, a large part of banking services to the post office network and I don't think that should be lost going forward I think uh, that that connection well, or well, I,
1: I think it should probably even go further Robert in that you know the the banking services on offer but there are other banking like you know maybe it's time to say that the post office becomes a full bank you know like rather than you know just i suppose teetering around the the the, the, the edges on it. you know get proper banking license full banking services available cash in every post office right across the country and allow people to do their lodgements which i know they can already do but it's just i think it needs to move up a gear in terms of its banking facilities but yeah it,
0: and, and it has improved dramatically in the last number of years like you can now do bank of ireland uh, and ulster bank before they were, were pulling out of the market aib there's already a presence there and on and, and, and post themselves have their own current account now and to do uh, foreign exchange uh, to do green green borrowing but i would like to see them do more but we have to i suppose recognize too that there is a, a cohort of people who don't ever go near a bank or a post office either? Um, that they do all their banking online. Uh, we've Revolut. Um, yeah. You know, you're moving away to away from cash. But at the same time, we have to ensure that people who aren't ready or aren't competent enough to move away have the services available to them also.
1: And this is this is an issue that probably disproportionately affects people in rural communities rather than urban ones. So it's another. I suppose, slap in the face for rural Ireland, a decision such as this. Now it has been reversed, but the decision when it was first made, would you you accept that?
0: Well, it, 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 it showed a disregard for their customers um, and it showed a disregard that they didn't even think it was appropriate to engage or consult with their customers uh, to see whether their customers would be willing to make the transition uh, to uh, the post office network. And who knows if they handled it better? It may have worked in the longer term in terms of maybe introducing it on a pilot basis with, in one or two branches to see how it worked. Maybe their customers would have had a better experience because, yeah. um, you know, there's not too many people I know that it, it talks about a positive experience and going into the bank whereas uh, they do have a positive experience the post office it's a it is a very reputable band, brand it's one of the most reputable brands in ireland so uh, it was a missed opportunity in the manner in which it was handled in my yeah. opinion
1: yeah I, to- I actually totally agree with you on that um robert just in terms of uh, government and uh your, your 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 tenure in government your own responsibilities i wanted to ask you about uh, the office of corporate enforcement which I'm delighted to see uh, is being given further resources it also has a new name I understand but are we going to get tougher on white collar crime in this country because I I I definitely think we need to
0: most definitely and that's why it was one of my priorities to establish uh, uh, the Co- Office of Corporate, Enforce- the Corporate Enforcement Authority um, that went live about a fortnight ago. Uh, for the first time now they're, they're a totally autonomous body they're not under the remit of uh, my department anymore. They have the autonomy to recruit their own specialised staff that they need. We've enhanced their budget and we've doubled the number of Gardaí that are seconded uh, to the office and we've put for the first time a memorandum of understanding has been sta- signed between the Corporate Enforcement Authority uh, and Garda economy to ensure that that level of guardee cannot go below uh, the set level, because we know in the past uh, there had been difficulties, maybe with a guardee who was a Gardaí who may have been promoted uh, and backfill in that position, or maybe someone who retired but and backfill in that is position. Specialist
1: forensic accounting type work isn't it it's, Co- correct it's but highly specialist
0: and and that's why we have enhanced their budget uh, we've doubled the staff uh, assigned uh to the, to the new corporate enforcement agency but as well as that, we've given them more Gardaí because they need the Gardaí to carry out uh, search warrants and, and things like that. So it's, 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 it's a new enhanced body and it, it will be fit for purpose. Uh, and I was pleased to be able to bring that legislation through the all and to receive cross-party support uh, when bringing it through the all. also.
1: And do you think it'll ultimately mean that more people involved in white collar crime will go to jail?
0: Well, ultimately, it's it's an independent body. Uh, they're now given the additional resources and the powers that they require. Uh, and we let them do the job that they're given to do. Uh, and I would like to see uh, that people who engage in, in white collar crime. Uh, been penalised very fully. I think there there needs to be a demonstration uh, that there's no place for white collar crime because white collar crime uh, has consequences and it has consequences on every single citizen uh, and unfortunately we're aware of that because of what happened in the past.
1: Um, I also just wanted to ask you about your own uh, constituency here, Longford Westmeath. I saw you, you're based pretty close to here in your in your constituency office. Uh, in terms of attracting business to this region, um, are the IDA delivering for you?
0: Uh, well, I have to say I, I was listening to Ti earlier on, and he was saying about maybe a two-tiered economy and how maybe Dublin is is progressing much faster than say the midlands but the midlands is doing very very well Uh, we have um, a very strong multinational base here uh, in Athlone Uh, there's over 4,000 IDA jobs across Westmead as a whole but in in Athlone we had some very significant announcements in the last 12 12 months alone. Uh, Ericsson 250 new jobs. Uh, PPD uh, 180 jobs. Did
1: I hear about a new recording
0: studio by Mullingar? In Mullingar a very significant announcement a, a week ago in terms of a new international uh, film studio. Film studio sorry. Uh, Westmead yeah. County Council have granted provisional planning. It has to go to the, the membership of Westmead County Council to vote upon it uh, on the first meeting in September. Needs a 75% Uh, majority which I don't envisage there'll be any problem all the all the Westmead County councillors both from uh, the south of the county and the north of the county are fully supportive of that development and that will be transformational not just for Mullingar but for the region and I think you know when one thing I have noticed uh, as Minister with responsibility for trade promotion and as someone who has travelled with the IDA and Enterprise Ireland uh, on trade missions. Uh, it's not two towns competing against one another. Uh, we are a region competing with other regions across the globe, uh, and we're much stronger when we're working together. Yeah. And it's great to see uh, in the last number of years, there has been much greater collaboration between uh, that loan chamber of commerce uh, under the president, uh, Alan, and uh, their director, Gerry, uh, uh, with the president of Mullingar Chamber, Connors, John Gagan. They're working in collaboration okay and going to the council together uh, with ideas and suggestions of how best to support enterprise in this area
1: finally i wanted to ask you about uh, people are talking about inflation uh, interest rates rise that we saw earlier in the week uh, energy costs over up 40 percent are we in for a a winter of discontent uh, when we look at all the factors uh, that are now staring us in the face and politically Uh, I hope, uh, well, I I wanted to ask you if, uh, are you worried about, given that the government's rating has fallen by, what, 12 points at the last poll? Are you worried now that you're leaving the door open for Sinn Féin?
0: Well, firstly, to to, to answer you, honestly, it is going to be a very challenging winter ahead of us. Uh, That's the honest answer. Um, The war in Ukraine is having huge consequences uh, across the globe, and Ireland is not going to be exempt from that. Uh, and from an energy perspective, um, cost is one thing, but supply is another thing. Uh, and hopefully we, we won't run into a, a situation where there will be a, a rationing of supply. And obviously every effort is, is being worked on to ensure we go, don't have to go down that route. Um, the government is committed and does realise uh, the costs associated um On people and the effect that that's having now Uh, and that's why we have committed uh, to enhance our budget uh, for next year. Uh, The budget is going to be 6.7 billion uh, and that will be announced at the end of September and I think it's very important uh, that that Progressive budget and when I say a progressive budget what I mean by that is that it rewards work, uh, it rewards enterprise and it, it has a safety net in place for the people who can't work and parallel to the budget uh, Minister McGraw will also announce a new suite of measures in terms of uh, to help people with the costs uh, of living um, and okay. those measures will be targeted and one such measure that I would like to see introduced is uh, and I see Regina Bush in here in the front row who's providing uh, exceptional uh, childcare services, not only in Athlone but across the Midlands region. Uh, the high cost of childcare is something that I'd like to see this government address in the budget. Well, something, I'll talk to uh, something about I believe, that later I believe we, will, we, we will be addressing. Okay, and no, no, nothing on Sinn Fein. Well, look at um, Sinn Féin. It's, it's very easy to be uh, in opposition at the moment. Um, you're uh, against everything and, and for nothing. Uh, we took uh, the responsible decision after the last government. Um, the electorate threw back an inconclusive result. Uh, a government had to be formed. Uh, and we came together, three different parties coming from different positions. We negotiated a programme for government. And the one thing I suppose the vote, the confidence vote showed in the Dáil uh, two weeks ago, is while we may be different and have different opinions we're united in our determination to implement the program for government and to address the challenges that people face at the moment as I said it's very easy to be against everything and for nothing we took the responsible decision uh, and we're we're committed to doing that uh, over the lifetime of this government
1: okay and thank you for joining us this morning uh, Robert Troy TD Longford Westmead